Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. For the best audio experience, Please listen with earphones on. Blind dates. Would you be open to them? Imagine meeting someone you've never seen before. What are they like? Would I find them cute? Who are they? Who are they? And even if it doesn't work out, you get an opportunity to connect with another living, breathing human. That should count as something, yeah? You could even be pleasantly surprised. Welcome to Meet LGBTQ, a special series by Puma Podcast to celebrate love and tilig in the queer community. I'm your host, Brush Capistrano. You know the drill. We interview a couple about their love story. But the twist is, we talk to them separately. So, sabay-sabay nating lahat malalaman ang buong love story nila. My name is John Baluyod. I'm gay and my preferred pronouns are he and they. Hi, I'm Mark. My pronouns are he, him. I identify as gay. John and I have been together for 15 years. I had this office mate who always wanted to set me up with someone and uh, she always thought that I was I was dating someone so they delinya but she always thought of setting me up with one of her gay friends so one of my friends in college she was working in ABS-CBN interactive and then Mark was an office mate and then that friend knows that I am already openly looking for you know, someone to be with. And I've tried so many options to do that. And it was a really funny story because I invited both of them at a party in our house in Makati. And then that was the first time supposedly that I was going to meet Mark. And then my friend, she wasn't able to attend the party. But Mark was able to attend the party. He doesn't know anyone else. So the whole night, I was just with him, and we were sharing stories about what make us tick, ganyan, and stuff. And, uh, yun. So it was all, you know, just pure connection. I think overnight, puro kwentuhan lang. Kwentuhan lang about college, about movies, about music, etc. That night, we hit it off. We had a lot of things in common. Our love for music, our love for OPM, um... Although sa akin kasi medyo mababaw yung love ko for OPM. I love I love the tunes. I don't I don't listen to the words. Um, Mark really is into the actual poetry behind the songs because he's a poet himself. But I think to me it was the the second date na sobrang okay now I know how honest this person is. So he asked me for a second date. So my ano my boss's I think sister or mother, I forgot na. Well, she died tapos because I was also a bit close to my boss. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the wake. It just so happened that the schedule of the wake 
coincided with my date with Mark. We're supposed to have coffee. So I was just like, oh, okay, so do you want to go with me still? I'm going to awake. <laughs> we can have our date there. We can have our conversations there. So I went to Salamay with him. And then he, he told me, okay lang ba kung kumain na lang tayo dito para hindi na tayo gumasto sa date? And it was so weird. He said yes. So we exchanged a lot of stories during the week. And I think that got us a little bit closer. And I found that so endearing na he would do that for me knowing that he, he's only like met me once in his life. So I think for me, dun na nag-click na, okay, this level of honesty, this is what I'm I'm in for. Na, you know, this is someone who's unbridled, doesn't really care if I think na, you know, uh, no no judgments, etc. It wasn't so much as physical attraction, because back then, we looked very different. And he was very thin, he was recovering from a lot of, you know, Uh, break out in face niya and he has a lot of scars and inaasar kami ng friends namin na sinasabi nila boy sa inyo no hindi, hindi love at first sight kasi pangat ka nung namit ka ni <laughs> so, so for me it felt like that na, na you know it was it was beyond the the physical connection and I'm glad we had that lamay date because if not for that I think it would have been very different it wasn't um, it wasn't like a telesaria moment I found it very sweet that he went with me at a wake and he didn't also know the people there because like that was a different crowd from the crowd that he met when he went to the first party with me. Before him, all my dates were parang best foot forward and all this I mean, research about who you're dating and try to impress that person. I didn't feel that with him. He wasn't trying hard so with, with the other dates that I have. Parang, nandun yung ano eh yung air of parang manufactured siya na you have you know you do a little research and you, you tell them na your favorite movies are your favorite movies too etc walang walang ganun and there was a there was a good banter and he would shut me down if he feels na nagayabang ako and I would you know I could just argue with him I think yun yung wala in most first interactions there wasn't a lot of filters I think very refreshing and it was new and it was different like you would have with friends that you've had for quite a while so I think yun din yung nag-propel na bakit ako nag-move in agad na two months pa lang kami because yung brewing intimacy and honesty I think I wanna continue feeding that and distilling that technically three dates lang eh, before we said na okay we're boyfriends and boyfriends na try no ma ang view pa noon, wala pa yung Vertis North and the other buildings. So our view was, alam mo in between restaurants, parang may, may ledge lang, then you have a view. Um, only at that time, the view wasn't really so good. <laughs> parang it was just, it was just a lot of random houses. So it wasn't a really nice view, but there was a good sunset. Tapos for some reason, dinala nyo lang ako doon in a corner. I think John would remember that moment. He said, better because I wasn't nervous then. I guess like when you've slept with so many people in a span of two years, parang the nerves just go out of the window na. There's so much experience. Because like my history was like before I met Mark, I was already meeting so many guys. So for me, it was when I was with Mark at that time and I was a little bit more sure that there 
wala nang paligoy-ligoy to. Alam mo yun. Let's just try to see if this will work. I was just certain na that was the right thing to do. I asked him, oh, why don't we take this to the next level na and actually be a couple? I just repeated Chandler's proposal to Monica. Yung something like, um, you've made me the happiest that I've been in the last couple of weeks. And if you would let me, I would like to spend the rest of my life doing the same for you. Something along those lines. I stopped saying, I love you, Samuel, I love you. And then we decided we're boyfriends and boyfriends. Was so engrossed that until until when we were watching Friends Night, and he was like, "What the fuck? Did you steal this line?" So yeah, yeah, I did. So I'm gonna say that like he literally lifted uh, words from them. It was such a powerful line. I mean, like I cry every time I watch that scene in season six of Friends, and I'm a Friends junkie. So for me, that was the right thing to say at the right time. Chance more on the big things. Like, let's get this new condo. Let's, you know, let's plan um, get on getting a car. Let's plan on adopting a kid. Maganyan. So all the bigger anniversary things and the surprises. It's always him. He's the one who would think of plan of meeting the family, both my family and his family. We're quite different there because eh? I'm, I'm normally the one. Who, who looks at the bills, who takes out the trash, who, who would wash the dishes, etc. So the small things, it's, it's me. Kumain ka na ba? I give Mark a lot of room with what he wants to do and he also gives me a lot of room to do what I want to do. Tapos, without us having that feeling of mawawala kaya tong person na to, like if I give that person too much freedom. I'm a person who enjoys autonomy a lot. I'm very certain that I will always go back home to him. He's super okay with me living in a world na, that he's not part of. As long as we both go back to the same house and we both enjoy a world where both of us are the only ones there. And then just just his vision, if not for him having that vision, baka, you know, I, I would just have been happy with with what I've been dealt with but he's the one who's pushing me to you know let's let's aspire for more he's the one who would push for you know let's think about our careers so we could afford um, bigger things in bigger place bigger things in life we could plan international vacations etc tapos alam mo yung celos time na parang we're not having lunch na we're not having dinner we can na puro work ganyan so we had that I think one conversation na sinasabi ko sa kanya, I think, I don't feel, I don't feel you have time for me. It's always about work. Sinabi niya sa akin na, you know, it wasn't about work. It was about us. Because I wanted me to excel so that I can afford things for you. So that we can afford things for us. So I think doon nag-shift yung perspective ko. Kasi he's very passionate about work. He's very passionate about success. But he's also all about transforming what he gets from work into um, what we have in our relationship. Something clicked, nagbagay perspective ko. And now everything uh, he does for work or everything he does that I can attribute as his personal success, it now feels like both a success for us. Before I met him, I didn't think of getting married. 
Because it's not legal in the country. So to me, you know, I just get a boyfriend and stay with my boyfriend for the rest of my life. So he got a scholarship from Australia. That's for one year. And I think... And then naman siya sa sulitin natin para in, in the spirit of the Lamay date. I think in his mind, umandar na naman na, oh, there's, there's actually gay marriage and there's marriage equality in Australia. So why not magtipid tayo and let's do it there. So I proposed to him, we watched UAP cheer dance in Chili's in Greenbelt. Tapos like, I invited friends talaga na, like kunyari yun lang yung event, ganyan, etc. And then after that, I brought him to Ayala Triangle was telling him that we're gonna have dinner there. So during the time na medyo sikat pa yung Pokemon Go, so it's a mobile app that requires you to actually go outside, um, go to specific places and catch Pokemon just a phone. So he he asked me to go out for a Pokemon run para maglaro kami ng app. So dinala niya ako sa Ayala Triangle. And ang script niya is, is because, you know, we're gonna play Pokemon, etc. So he kept bringing me to this um, more secluded area. And I didn't understand because there's no Pokemon there. Because in, in, in the GPS, you will see where the Pokemon are. Eh. So he kept saying, "Punta tayo dito, punta tayo dito, punta tayo dito." Tapos nung dun na, wala akong mahuling Pokemon. Sabi ko, wala akong Pokemon dito. And then he, he started saying na, um, why don't you guys you perform here in Ayala Triangle? Isn't this a good place for, you know, like a park poetry kind of event? Tapos sabi niya, no, 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 you can actually do poetry here right under the trees, etc. And then I recited a stanza from Phil K. Sarah K. When Love Arrives I fumbled a lot during the proposal, so he was like laughing at me. Sabi niya, what the fuck are you doing? Tapos nagulat ako na alam niya. He memorized some of their lines, so nag-upgrade na siya from friends to poetry. Uh, and then he showed me a Pokeball, so it's like the, the container of the Pokemons. Alam mo yung parang premium Pokeball, yung white. And then that was where the engagement ring was. He was actually shaking the entire time. It nung simula parang ang weird sa pagbuksan ng poetry. What's what's happening? And I didn't I didn't really expect na it was ano pala. It was a proposal until inopen niya yung pokeball and there's a ring. Tapos when he opened that, sabi ko sa kanya, oh, but hindi ka naka naka bend on one knee. If there's a proposal, you're supposed to bend on one knee. So bumabasa ulit, inulit niya ulit, and then he opened the pokeball and then there's a ring. And then yun, I told him that I want to marry you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I want us to celebrate it in in a ceremony wherein our closest loved ones will be there with us to celebrate our love. And then, of course, he said yes. So we got married in Melbourne when I went there for my scholarship. I processed all of the paperwork. I invited our closest friends and family. A good number of our friends, my parents, flew over. And it was just a small wedding of 50. The wedding was held in a very quaint bar. Medyo rustic yung feel niya called The Moat. We asked everyone to wear colorful clothes. So just to mimic the pride flag. But we were both in white. White long sleeves, white pants. And then we have the pride shoes na colorful. And we were in gray vests. 
what we did since konti lang yung tao, everyone marched in as couples. I was the first one to march in with my family, with my parents. Tapos si Mark yung the last one to march in with his mom and with his aunt. Tapos ang setup niya is pabilog. Nandun kami sa gitna. Tapos nandun yung celebrant with us. And then everyone was surrounding us as if like it's like a heart-shaped type of thing in the bar. So, you know, Leia Salonga's wedding where kumakanta si Leia when nagmamart siya. So he, we had that in reverse. So while he was waiting for me in the altar, kumakanta siya. <laughs> Everyone was crying. My mom is on my left side and then my auntie is on my right side. They're both crying. I was just laughing while it was happening. Because I said, you know, you can't, you cannot not have a diva moment <laughs> on the wedding. And and you know, there are a lot of good singers there. We could have hired um, a musician, or we could have asked a friend to sing for us, or just played something like a good song in the background. But he would rather sing it live, you know, with shaky voice, and he was shaking, <laughs> and and have that moment. It was a very short ceremony with an exchange of vows. We were crying. <laughs> people were crying around us also. And uh, so people got drinks and we were able to serve Filipino food because the bar allowed us to do that. So some of our relatives cooked food then for tradition. And then after that, we had karaoke. One waiter gave a note pana thanking us that he had a terrible day and the highlight was the wedding. I think it rekindled his hope for his own love life. But I guess totoo yung sabi nila na every gay act or every queer act is an act of protest in a sense. Na you know just by being a couple or just by being married you're allowing others to be themselves whether they're gay or not just by the act of of loving each other and um, fighting for your rights um, or asserting your rights but you know it stuck with me that day was was very special not just for us but I think for the people around us it just happened uh, you know it's two guys getting married Uh, I didn't see any overt difference other than you know our our gender in the philippines while it's not legal there are legal ways by which you can simulate some of the property arrangements for example in marriage so like for example we co-own a property now essentially parang yun yung pinaka-nearest stimulation namin for a conjugal property ganyan we were planning to make one another's beneficiary in the insurances that we bought Kasi the insurance committee already allows for same-sex couples to be one another's beneficiaries. And then, we also executed a special power of attorney na if something happens to him or to me, Mark will have authority to execute some of the properties. Kanyan, and same with him, with me. I, I am not a fan of barriers. So... I will tear them down as long as I know that um, where I'm coming from is an intent of love. So the wedding I we thought was impossible, let's do it. The properties and the arrangements we thought was not possible, but we'll do it because we really plan to spend the rest of our lives together. I've always believed that we are 
governed by how intentional we live our lives. If we both intend for us to feel that we're married, we can simulate a world or we can create a world where that is our reality. And that's what we're doing. Before, when, when I was living a life when I thought that the, these things were not possible, the way I envisioned myself was, I will live my life as if there is no inequality. Because there is, right? Because there is. There is inequality in legislation. There is inequality in, in, in the way we are being treated. But I will not let those things hold me down because I love the guy. I, I, I want him to feel the same way that I feel with him. And, and because he's giving me that, I want to give him that world also. So there was no reason to not accept that type of world. And we were intentional about creating it. We're living the life that we've always wanted. From wake dates and Pokemon proposals to weddings in Australia and more, Mark and John are intentionally looking for spaces to live out their truths. One way or another, we just know what we have to do. When society tells us we can't be who we are, let's stand bold. When we feel alone, let's stand strong, hand in hand with people who are fighting alongside us. For being ourselves is not just about living the life we were meant to, but a fight for truth, a fight for security, and a fight to love. Not just for ourselves, but for the queers that will come long after us. Let's continuously carve out that space, slowly but surely, in any way we can. And that was the final episode of Meet LGBTQ Season 2. Again, I'm Presh Capistrano, Puma Podcast. This episode was edited by Joe Salcedo. You can now listen to all episodes of Season 1 and 2. And if you like what you've been hearing, please share it with a friend and give us a 5-star rating on your podcast app. It really helps get the word out about our podcast and helps us continue to do what we love. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.